It's Thursday, August 5th. I'm Rudy. A man on a Frontier Airlines flight was arrested. He was tied down by a flight attendant with some duct tape. And then the flight attendant used the rest of the duct tape to keep the wings attached to the Frontier Airlines plane. Let's take a long walk to Cleveland. Yeah, what's happening, everybody? I am Rudy Povich. This is A Long Walk to Cleveland. Thank you so much for joining me. Uh, you can find this podcast on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, on Stitcher, and every day at 9.45 a.m. we go live on Instagram. Yeah, obviously, that that cold open was definitely not written today because today has been already, like, behind the eight ball. I'm about three minutes late for the show. I want to say hi to everybody. Hi, Tara. What's up, Mel? Thank you for the uh, compliment on the haircut. Yeah, you may have noticed that yesterday I posted a, a video of... Me in a time lapse, finally getting a decent style haircut. Because I was saying this the other day, how I'm like, you know, man, now I'm 41. It'd be kind of nice to possibly grow the hair one last time. Get that, get that cabbage flowing. Get that hockey hair. No. After I got about, I don't know, four or five months in, I just went, this is ridiculous. Dude, just be who, he, just be what it, it is. What it is now. You know, like at some point, every woman like above the age of 53 just has to, you got to decide. What are you going to do? You're going to keep that stringy ass hair. Or you're going to go with that shortcut and keep it, keep it nice and tight. Cause I got to that point. Like my hair is super fine. I got a shitload of it. I got family members that are still like well into their like seventies that still have full heads of hair. I'm good. I know that I got the gene to have nice looking hair well into like my, my older years, but it's super long it's super stringy. There's, it's really fine. It's a massive pain in the ass to take care of. And to be honest, it looks like shit when it's not taken care of correctly. Ask anybody who's got like shoulder length hair. There's a couple of guys out there that just, that's their thing. Long hair is their thing. Shoulder length hair, that's their thing. I got to keep it nice and tight on the sides. You know, I mean, sadly, it does like accentuate like how wide my ears are. Because nobody, when I was a kid, man, there was a, there was quite a few, <laughs> quite a few pictures of like me with just giant, like Mickey Mouse style ears, man. It's ridiculous. Only and I have the same kind of hair. It's a pain in the ass to deal with some days. Yeah, man. So I just thought, you know what, dude, why, why, why are you trying to be something that you ain't? Just like lean into it. Lean into the short haircut from now on. You don't have a choice, you know? It sucks. I don't want to be that guy, but you ain't got a choice, my man. At some point, like. You know, they always say, like, go ahead and make plans and watch God laugh. Well, try to make hair plans. You can't. You watch your follicles laugh right at you. I go, piss on you, sir. I know you want to look super cool. You want that Johnny Depp hair? No, no, no. You're going Johnny Unitas. You're going high and tight. High and tight. Uh, Anybody watching a little bit of the Olympics last night? I'm, like, completely... Fuck, man. I never really give a shit about the Olympics. And I know most people don't. But I don't want to get too far into the weeds with it. But what is up with USA Wrestling? Fuck! Are we great? If we're great at one thing, it is tackling other countries to the ground, correct? Figuratively and literally. Holy shit! We are fucking destroying on the wrestling mat. I mean, destroying! Our women, our men, silvers, golds, you name it, dude. Not even silvers. We're not even... If we get to those gold medal matches, we're winning. We're winning! First black woman in history to win a gold medal in wrestling for the Team USA? Fuck yeah. It's amazing. I'm, I'm such a fan. I'm really digging this this year. Uh, I'm glad that it's back. We were talking about it last night at a show in uh, St. Paul. How people are like pissing all over the, the Olympics. Oh, how dare they have the Olympics? How dare they? 
all this COVID going around. How dare they? Well, fuck, man. What are you supposed to do, right? I mean, you got all this shit that's been set up for years. At some point, you would like to use it and make a few dollars on it. And it's not like Japan is like rolling in the dough from this. Have you seen those stands? There's nobody there. NBC is just filled. If you watch those TV screens when USA gymnasts or swimmers are competing, it's just little boxes in the corner of like, hey, there's Lendecky's family in Denver, Colorado. They ain't traveling. They ain't going to like drop off a credit card's worth of fucking cash in uh, in Japan. No, man. Like they're losing out on this. Everybody's being, from what I can understand, safe for the most part, right? There's no, like, free banging in the uh, Olympic Village like there usually is. So, fucking get off everybody's dick, dude. Uh, you know, it's great that Hoopty just hopped on. Uh, Owen was a high school wrestler. Owen, we were just talking about how amazing USA wrestling has been in these Olympics, man. I mean, everybody winning gold. Everybody just, like, kicking ass. It's great. I'm glad that um, for how much I completely shit all over fencing, I'm sort of glad that there's these older sports that are still around. Yeah, we do got to make way for the kayaking and for the skateboarding and, you know, some of these newer things. Rock climbing, I imagine at some point will probably end up being an Olympic sport. But there's like these old, I mean, basically the Olympics back in the day was like, hey, you greased up Greek guy, get in the fucking circle and wrestle that other greased up Greek guy to the ground. All right, whoever fucking wins does not get to be eaten by a lion. Like, fuck, man, like that's how it went, right? Uh, that's how they that's how they did shit and it's still alive today it's much more different than it was back in the day i mean i don't know i would kind of like every now and again to be there the you know emphasis of like hey man you fucked this up we might feed you to a fucking giant cat wouldn't that be nice i'd watch the olympics more for that but i don't know it feels good to be watching these kids and i say kids you know with a fucking grain of salt but I don't know. Some of these guys, like, you know, they're, like, still into their third. That is the one thing about wrestlers, man. Dude. Like, those dudes are, I mean, they fucking take it to the extreme all the time. You watch them dudes, like, they just wear a fucking garbage bag inside of a sauna for, like, nine hours. And you're like, how can you do that? And they're like, I don't know. Like, there's something about it, man. There's something about, like, if you ever get lost in the woods and there's a group of you and two of you have to go fucking, like, take a walk to go find, you know, help. Ask around, who is a wrestler? That guy will make it to civilization. Guaranteed. For sure. That guy will get you out of the woods. Guy works his ass up. Hoopty, absolutely, they are kicking ass. It wasn't that long ago we wanted to rem- uh, remove wrestling from the Olympics. Yeah, I do remember that now that you mention it. Not, yeah. It seems silly. Like, it's still one of those sports that... Um, you know, it was like, it was from the get-go. I mean, it essentially was like one of the original, I mean, it was like, basically, back in the day, the Olympics were, hey, who can run over to that fence fastest, and who can wrestle each other to the ground and pin them on the mat, or, you know, the concrete, or fucking, I don't even know what it was back in the day. It was like a like a dirt hill with a couple of rocks around it to make a circle. And that's what it was. That was the Olympics. It was basically two fucking events. That's all you got. You got your best wrestlers and the fastest people. And that's all that mattered. Now it's all sorts of shit. All sorts of stuff we got to watch. Although I have been uh, kind of watching some more handball lately. Goddamn women's handball, man. I am all about it. The um, Between the women's wrestling, the women's powerlifting, women's rugby, women's handball. Like, why do I need Pornhub? 
fuck, just cancel the subscription. Oh my God. And not even like turned on in a weird sexual way either. Just like the actual, like the feeling of like competition. Like you get, you fucking get excited. It's, it's very, I'm telling you, everybody's sleeping and like pissing on women's sports all the time. I had this conversation with a friend of mine who's a huge WNBA fan last night. And she was saying like for years, man, she's been telling people like, Hey, I know you guys like bitch about basketball and hockey. And yes, you're never going to be as fast as the male counterparts in pro, pro basketball, pro hockey, but watch some of these other tertiary sports. Watch some of these sports you don't get to see all the time. Women's rugby. Holy shit. They must have like a prerequisite where you have to learn how to apply pressure to a, a, a deep wound when you play that sport. Because my goodness, I'm, I've never seen anything like it, man. No pads, no fucking helmets, just crushing each other. Uh, uh, speaking of last night, got hit on by a gay man, which I know a lot of people. There's a great joke. Is it? Is it? God damn it. Is it Mark Norman? He's got a joke where he goes, uh, friends of mine are always freaking out about like, hey, I got hit on by a gay guy. What am I supposed to do? I don't know. You can not fuck him. But last, if, every now and again, it feels good. There is the weird thing about it, though, where you are like in the room and you can. And I'm sure, ladies, you probably feel this way more than dudes do. For sure. For sure. You can just tell that there is somebody in the room who is just eyeing you up the whole time. Just looking around. You're just like, you can feel it almost. It feels like, God damn it, at some point, I'm going to have to tell this person that I am not interested. Ladies, you must go through it a lot. You must have so many times you just want to go out with your girlfriends and have, just have a glass of wine and some dude has to like walk by and make eye contact with you. And then every time you get up to use the restroom or go get another drink or whatever it is, you just happen to look around the bar and you make eye contact with that one dude who's just staring at you and you're like, oh, fuck. Uh, now I'm going to tell this person I'm completely not interested. But, uh, I mean, it's flattering as shit. I don't know why people, like, especially dudes, freak out about that stuff. Fucking A, man. It's flattering. You don't have to fucking engage. You don't have to be like, well, uh, let me buy you a... No, you don't have to say shit. It's not your responsibility to fucking placate to, to somebody who is trying to fucking get in your pants. All you got to do is just, like, politely say, hey, um, not my fucking thing, dude. Not my thing. Uh... I think like some random dude, uh, I, I think, I think like some random dude, I fucking you is what Olina says. All right. I'll let you correct that one. I'm not sure exactly where you're going with that, but it, uh, it does feel a little, a little weird, uh, but it's flattering at the same time. Like I was up doing a set last night and, uh, uh, I don't know. I think everybody, it was, a, it was a fun room. I mean, it was very, it wasn't very well attended, but it was a fun room and everybody who was there, there was probably about five comics on the, on the bill. And everybody was doing about 10 to 12 minutes. And it was good, man. Like, worked out a bunch of new material. And um, and then last night, uh, right when the show started, uh, this gentleman and his couple of friends, a gal and then another guy had walked into the room, sat down. And everybody just kind of started, like, bullshitting before the show. And I could just tell, like, uh, because of where we were at, it was a gay bar. And I'm like, I bet that dude thinks that I am on the other team, which is very flattering. And at some point I'm up on stage, I'm doing my set. I get down. Uh, I had just left like my, my notebook and my, you know, just like my 
jacket and shit just like sitting at a table and then when i got back there was a note on my notebook that said like hi nice set and like a little smiley face and a heart around it and i was like that was fuck it's fucking adorable this kid was like 22 it's super adorable loud as shit there is a part of me that envies guys uh that are super fucking loud and have a ton of confidence but nothing to fucking back it up and plus i feel like if i was a gay dude i would probably be more into like bears I want about a burly guy. What's a tiny little dude going to do for you? You know, I'm already the tiny little dude in the relationship. I want a big burly guy that can, you know, fucking throw logs and change light bulbs and get shit off of top shelves. Uh, Mira, I'm terrible at knowing if it's just flirting or just being nice. Yeah, I agree. Uh, so many times we've gone out and I've been with friends of mine and we'll leave somewhere and I'll look over and I'll go, what the, f- what the fuck were you doing, dude? He's like, what are you talking about? I'm like, obviously that gal came over and sat down and talked to us because she wanted to talk to you. And he's like, uh, I guess, I guess, are you sure? Like, I, I, I didn't notice. I'm like, holy shit, dude. All the time she reached over and like put her hand on your lap. You didn't fucking think to go, by the way, would you like to get a cup of coffee at some point? And they're like, no. I'm like, how do you not see this? How, what? Oh my. I don't know. Maybe it's just because like, there's a certain style of person that just goes out all the time thinking, I'm probably going to make out with somebody tonight, but it's going to be their doing. So when somebody turns the tables and puts it on them, they, maybe they just don't know what to do, right? Uh, Danielle, I often need to ask a friend, was that dude flirting with me? Because I don't know anymore. No, I get it. I get it. Uh, Maximilian, my friend Julie is so mean to every guy in the bar because she always gets hit on. I imagine at some point you just got to like be a huge bitch. And just go, what the... Dude, seriously? Um, Because every guy out there, I think Chris Rock's got a bit where he's like, if a guy's trying to be nice, he's trying to fuck you. And yeah, that's usually usually the, the... I don't know. I'm so envious of, like I said before, like of dudes with just like so much confidence that they go for it. That's why I can never understand like the Bill Cosby, the Harvey Weinsteins, I can never understand it because how much fucking bravado, how much balls do you have to have to physically touch another human being inappropriately when they never ask for it? Like a girl is backed up against a wall and you just think like, eh, she kind of wanted it. No, fuck no. Like it feels so weird to be a part of like that. I don't know that culture. Like, I, I don't know. Maybe just like growing up, just being like, hey, you shut the fuck up and you sit down. Like maybe just because like I got that like beat into me so many times when I was a kid that now as an adult, I'm like, oh, I can't walk up and talk to that girl. Plus, we're at a weird point where everything is just so we don't know how to communicate without electronics. In fact, I was in a uh, coffee shop one time and I was writing and I looked up from the computer and there was a girl and she looked at me and then she looked away. And then she looked at me and looked at me one more time. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, do I know this girl? And uh, uh, what's up? uh, What's up, Pat? I am the potato of dating. (laughs) You mean you're delicious and have plenty of eyes? Is that what you mean? You go fucking well with hamburgers. You can be made into like nine different styles. Is that what you mean? Or is it just because you constantly get mashed? It's got to be what it is, right? That's that's a hey that's a fucking laffy taffy joke you guys don't shit on the laffy taffy jokes all right, um, but uh, while I was in the coffee shop I look up she looks at me we make eye contact I'm like I think I know that girl I think I know that girl somehow 
I'm pretty sure. Um, and then at some point I just kind of walked by and I went, I am really sorry. Do I, I feel like I know you and I know we've like kind of, I'm, do I, do we know each other? And she went, no, we don't know each other. I'm going to be honest. Um, I was actually just on Tinder and I was swiping through to see if maybe you were on there. And I was like, I was like, well, I know you don't know if I was on Tinder or not, but you do know that I'm sitting like four tables away. <laughs> you could just, I don't know, fucking walk over and say hi. That doesn't sound like a too bad of an ordeal, right? Just come over and be like, what up? No, fucking nothing. Okay. All right. Well then I said, well, I'm not. And then just like walked away. I was like, well, what? God damn it. Why be weird about it? Why be weird? Making all this like weird, awkward gestures towards people. And I don't know. It was, uh, I mean, it's very flattering when that stuff happens. And I wish that more people wouldn't look at it like, oh my God. Like when, if you have a really hot significant other and somebody from the other side of a library or a bar or a, a library is up, nobody goes to fucking libraries anymore. But if, if you'd say you're, you know, just say you're like out like at a fair and you look over and the guy who's like, you know, shooting fucking baskets into those oblong basketball hoops to like maybe win a stuffed animal looks over and looks over at your lady and kind of gives her the eyes. Don't like, you know, throw your Coca-Cola on the ground and start like puffing your chest up. Be like, fuck yeah, dude, that's my gal. Glad you like that. That's my gal. You don't get her. I get her. Jealousy, man. Runs rampant, especially through young dudes. Man, so dumb with that stuff when you're ugh, just an idiot. Uh, let's say hi to some people. Hello, Angela. Thank you for hopping on to the Instagram Live. By the way, tomorrow, making a uh, small little announcement on this show. Hi, Bethany. How are you? Beaker. What's up, Debbie? Um, what's up, Kenny? What's up, dude? Uh, yeah, just a, a small little announcement we're going to do on this show tomorrow. Um, you know, grab a block, box of Kleenex because... It's the fun. It's a little sad, but it's kind of fun. But it's too super happy. Uh, Maximilian, my hubs absolutely loves it when I'm someone's eye candy. Dude, there's nothing wrong with that. I agree. Nothing wrong with it. Um, yeah, a small little announcement tomorrow. It'll be a good one. Nothing like anybody's moving anywhere. There's nothing, you know, I'm not taking a taking a new job or anything. But uh, this will be uh, this will be a fun one. I think you guys will probably dig it. So also don't forget you can get, pick up merch right now. RudyPovich.com. Um, that stuff has been going like fucking gangbusters. And I appreciate it, man. I'm looking forward to that day when I'm just out and about and I see somebody just walking around with a sweatshirt on that says a long walk to Cleveland. I know I just got the uh, the email saying like, hey, man, your stuff's on its way. It should be out here. Uh, should be out soon. So I don't know, maybe a couple of days. I think it takes the turnaround time. It's only like three, four days, which uh, which ain't bad. Also, uh, you guys should know that uh, coming up September 9th, Thursday night, going to be with Twin Cities Film Fest and uh, Shannon Paul doing some stand-up and also some comedic shorts that night. We'll be uh, watching some films and then uh, we'll be uh, doing some stand-up. I think it's in between all the films. And plus my short film, Raising a Daughter, which won the Louis Anderson uh, Louis' favorite award at this year's Z-Fest and also best WTF moment. That's also going to be shown at the uh, the event that night. But I'll get some more details about that soon and let you guys know. Scooter, can't wait to wear my shirt. Thank you very much for ordering. I really appreciate it. Plus, this is like, it's good quality stuff too. Um, I'm a big fan of it. I really, uh, I really think the company that I decided to go with like knocks it out of the park. They've done some stuff with me before. And I don't know, I just, I, I think it was like, it's a, it's a good little relationship that we've built with this company. And uh, if you guys want to check them out, man, Spreadshirt is uh, is where it's at. I really, I really dig it. Uh, also, you're going to probably be seeing me on a couple of, um, I guess not seeing me, but hearing me. 
you know, I guess. Uh, old boy 416. Love that short, Rudy. Thank you very much. Are you saying you love that short, Rudy? Like me speaking about my height? Or are you talking about the actual short movie, short film that we did? I'm going to go ahead and assume that you're probably talking about my height. Hey, listen, it just, it happens. Okay. You have to be able to accept it. And I am learning how, how to accept myself. Speaking of, um, making some like good changes in life too. Not drinking as much, trying to put down the fucking sauce. Um, really like having to, and that shit is tough, man. Like sometimes you don't realize how much you drink until like you forcefully tell yourself, I am not going to drink tonight. And not that I've like, I've definitely abused alcohol. And I think everybody, especially nowadays, I mean, fuck, look what we did over the pandemic. I mean, that's all we did. Moms just, all they did was talk about drinking wine all day. So a lot of us have abused alcohol in terrible ways, but, uh, Really trying to cut back on it. And I met with this. Uh, I'll give you guys all of his information here soon. Um, once I kind of get a couple of weeks under my belt with this guy. But uh, a friend of mine, um, my buddy. I'm going to say my buddy. What the fuck? That's so weird. My brother-in-law, his sister is a bodybuilder. And she's been using the coach for a long time. And not that I ever want to like, you know, go the route of fucking, you know, like a Schwarzenegger from back in the day or a Franco Columbo. But um but uh, I got it because I was a fat kid for so many years. I was a fat kid. And then in like my 20s, I got in really good shape, like great shape, probably the best shape, easily the best shape of my life. And, you know, fucking abs and the veins and all that shit. And, you know, it, it was easy to do when you're when you're 20. It is a motherfucker when you're 41. I mean, 41 in September. And it is Jesus Christ, man. It was like, I used to look at a salad and drop six pounds. And now it's like, fuck, I've been dieting for a month. Nothing. What the fuck? It's so much harder. Uh, people are asking about getting beanies. You know what? I will throw it on the list today. I will throw it down on the list to make sure that we get some beanies up on that store. And I'll let you guys know about it. Um, but uh, I met with this dude. And I'm telling you, this guy is a game changer. He's, I, I told him everything about my lifestyle and what I've been doing. And what some things are working and what some things are not. And... And uh, he came back to me a week later and was like, this is what we're going to do. We're going to try it for the first month. We'll see where it goes. If we got to change some stuff, we will. Um, so this morning was the first. I mean, I've kind of just been like getting it. But today was like the first day where I really hit it hard, like did all the training and then did like all the food. And I've basically been measuring out my food now for like probably three, four years for the most part, you know, I'd say like 80, 20, you know, when I'm like out with the family and stuff, I usually just kind of like slide. But if I'm at home by myself and we're going to sit down and have a meal, I typically try to measure out as much food as I possibly can. And, uh, today, holy shit. I didn't realize like, he basically told me, dude, you are overtraining and under eating. That's your biggest problem. And today, <laughs> I feel like I've eaten so much food. I don't know what the fuck to do with myself. Like I am like, my gut is just like, dude, what are we doing to ourselves? Bread? You ate bread? What? Fuck this guy put me through. Dude, three pieces of sprouted bread. Are you fucking bread is the fucking greatest thing ever. It's amazing. I have not like had like a good slice of bread in probably like six years today. Fuck no. Three of them, man. Oh my God. I love it. Holy shit. My body just went fucking. 
I could feel it. I ate it. It was like Popeye and spinach. Fucking, ah, felt so good. Uh, Bellamy Jack, I had a friend eat more and lost more weight. It's crazy how that happens, man. It's really crazy how that happens. Uh, Olina, if you don't eat enough food, your body will go into starvation mode and store everything. Yeah, this stuff was like, man. I mean, I got up, had one meal at like, I think I was up at 5.12 this morning. So one meal right away, then work out, come home, eat, have like a small thing afterwards, and then go back and eat uh, another meal right before the show started. I'm like, fuck, dude, I feel like I've eaten more food before we did the show at 9.45 a.m. than I have eaten in a month. It felt amazing. Uh, Mira, bread is fine. Bagels are like six slices of bread. That's the devil. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's the stuff you got to kind of watch out. And it's all like, you know, n- people just sort of umbrella statement that stuff too, you know? Um, they they look at like, oh, there's, there's fucking carbs in cauliflower. And you're like, yeah, but it's different. It's not like you're eating a giant slice of pizza, you know? It's different carbohydrates. So, and that's the reason why I just hired this dude. Because I'm like, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. You know, one thing when you were 20 and like, no shit, dude, you'd go for a jog and then you'd have like, you know, some, like a pile of veggies and a chicken breast. And the next day you'd wake up and you're like, holy shit, look at you, Tyler Durden. And now fucking doesn't work that way. Does not work that way. It's the worst. Bethany says, bagel thins don't feel as guilty. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird when like, you know, you talk about like, I just want a little treat for myself. So what'd you have? Oh, I had seven bagel thins. (laughs) You're like a treat used to be like a half a sheet cake. Find this podcast on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, on Stitcher, and every day, 9.45 a.m. We go live on Instagram at Rudy underscore Povich. Thank you so much once again for taking a long walk to Cleveland. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.